So let's begin. We begin with a beautiful Shalah, or the Shalah as some people call him. In this week's parasha, I'm not sure. We'll get there. But it's a Shukul Baltimore connection, the Shalah. But uh, in the parasha it says, You cannot light a fire in all of your dwelling places. And this is the source that on Shabbos it is forbidden to light a fire. Someone's going to say, what is it applicable? Well, it's applicable for someone who smokes. And anyone who has electricity, it's quite applicable too. Turning on a light is a fire. You may say, what do you mean? I don't have any incandescents. I have LEDs. Fine. So then your oven is a fire. You have fires. Heating could be a fire. There's definitely fires in your life. You cannot light a fire on Shabbos. But comes along the Shalom, and he says something absolutely, we'll call it beautiful. Says the Shalah, what does it mean? What is this fire? The fire of and the warmth of anger. Where are we warned about this? With an incredible zehiros and incredible uh, adherence and care, erev Shabbos When does Shabbos begin? Chatzois and erev Shabbos. Which, if anyone was saying, okay, no, no, I'll try not to fight on Shabbos. It's okay. I spend half the day in shul. The other half of the day, I have food in my mouth. Erev Shabbos chatzois. That's for sure the most prone time to. Machleke says the Shalah, there shall be no fires in your house. Comes longer of Gamliel Rabbanovich, the Heilig of from Eretz Yisrael. And he writes beautiful words. He says, Why on Shabbos? Machleke is terrible. How bad is, ma- excuse me, Kas is terrible. How bad is Kas? Kol HaKoyis, Ke'ilu, Oivet Avoyt it's as if you worshipped an idol. Why is it as if you worshipped an idol? Because when you're in chaos, when you're in rage, you lose yourself and you're not in control. When you're not in control, that means you're, you're worshipping an idol because a Jew always has to be in control. But says Rav Gamliel, why Dafka on Shabbos? He says, you know why? During the week, everyone does their own thing. You're sitting in work, you're sitting in Kailal, you're sitting at home, and everyone's by themselves. You don't all sit together. Everyone's sitting around the table beautifully. What happens now? This is not, this is too much salt and too little salt, and why did you serve this? And this was said in Shul, and this story. And this kid and this test, Yachaylim Lovoy Binekel easily lide kas Echad Alashani Kumoisha Royim Bachosh says Rav Gamliel. This is what we see. Shayetzer Yodeya the Yetzahara knows. Lenatzla he waits eighty lizman azeh for this time. Ligroim laAdam lechos and therefore says the Shalos specifically on Shabbos don't be bekas and he points out over here. Who does he quote this from? It doesn't really source it 100%. But he quotes that we're in the Torah is this, as Hara mentioned, between the building of the Mishkan 
and keeping of Shabbos. Why dafka over here between these two? He says, because Shabbos is Hashem Shechina, and the building of the Mishkan is the Mokoim of Hashem Shechina. And therefore, if someone gets Bekas in such an area, what are you showing? You're showing that you don't have Hashem Shechina. You're showing You're showing that Hashem's presence is not in your midst, because if it was, you clearly wouldn't be screaming, you clearly would understand that there's no reason to be angry. And he says over here, comes along Rav Tversky, and he gives a practical advice how we cannot be Bekas. He calls it a three phases of anger. Number one is you feel provoked. You feel the anger. Number two, how to react when you feel the anger. Do you walk away? In his words, do you punch the guy in the face? A little Israeli over there. I don't know. I hope we're not holding there. Do you call him a nasty name? Your reaction to the anger is step two. And your reaction inappropriately is called rage. And number three is how long does that anger bother you? Which that's called resentment. And he says, what should you do? You should keep a journal of rage. So if you've ever seen someone's house on the shelf, journal of rage, please don't open it. What's going on in there is all the times that the person felt the anger and he didn't keep it inside. He reacted with Rage, but he says a beautiful line, and with this we'll go into the story, and then we'll go into Chasnida. Says very Tursky is following. I don't know if this is a direct quote, but it's beautiful. How do you overcome resentment? Okay, so you feel the anger, you react inappropriately, or you do not, but at the end of the day, you walk away and you hate the guy. You hate his guts. Maybe not his guts, his face. Maybe not his face, his voice. You can't handle him. You just can't stand him. Says very Tursky something absolutely beautiful. Harboring resentment is allowing someone that you do not like to live inside your head free of rent. You hate his guts, you can't look at his face, so what are you letting him stay inside of you? Get rid of him! Stop the resentment. The sooner you let it go, the freer you're going to be. And this is a very famous story of Ramnachem of Chernobyl, who's a student, a Talmud of the Baal Shem and the Maggid, of course, and he had no money. But he had one thing. He had the tefillin of the Baal Shem HaKadosh. And the tefillin of the Baal Shem was his prized possession, and people would offer him insane amounts of money for the tefillin. And he wasn't parting with the tefillin. And his wife would, at times, say to him, Ramnachem, Maybe, maybe sell the tefillin. We could use a little food. We could use maybe a door, perhaps a bed. Sell the tefillin. And he wouldn't hear of it. The Baal Shem's tefillin, I am not parting with. One year, circus time, there were no Dalin to be found in the city of... I have no clue. Where do he live? Anyone know? Chernobyl. That was a city? Okay, thank you very much. The year 1730, 1787. Chernobyl. He couldn't find the Dalin and no one had Dalmin. Erev Sukkot, he sees someone holding a Zaeser, a beautiful, beautiful Eser. He says to him, what does Eser cost? He says, Ram Nachem what do you mean, what does Eser cost? You can't afford this Eser. He says, what does it cost? What does it cost? Tell me what does it cost. I need that Eser. I need that Eser. He says, 50 rubles. He says, can you wait an hour? He says, sure. He goes, and he runs to the person that wanted to sell the Baal Shem's tefillin. Sells the Baal Shem's tefillin for 50 rubles. Runs, buys the Eser. Oh, he was so happy. He was dancing, dancing the whole way home with the Baal Shem's Eser. He comes home. 
dances straight to the front door, yells to his wife, Mazel Tov! And his wife's like, what just happened? Do we win lotto? So much money! And she says, what happened? And he pulls out the Esther, look! She says, where did you get that from? He says, what do you mean? I sold the Baal Shem's villain. She says, you sold the Baal Shem's villain? He says, I sold the Baal Shem's villain for 50 rubles and I bought this Esrug. She says, you did what? She takes the Esrug, throws it on the ground, completely postling the Esrug. Are you crazy? We don't have bread, we don't have milk, we have nothing and you sold it for an Esrug? Rav Nachum stands there, takes a deep breath, takes a second deep breath. And he says to himself, I lost my tefillin. I lost my chance to fulfill this incredible mitzvah. But Nachum will not lose his temper. And he walks out and lives his life without any kas. Realizing, that's kilo evit of But if you realize everything is for whatever purpose. And by the way, sometimes you say everything is for a purpose, but not what he does to me. That's also for a purpose. Everyone is a puppet in Hashem's hand. Just like you're a puppet, he's a puppet. And Hashem put that puppet against you and smacked you across the face. So it was very nice. It was incorrect that he did it to you. But there was a reason you had to receive that. And says Rav Nachman of Chernobyl, being bekas, le'sevaru eish b'chol You should never have the isha machlekes ever, the isha kas ever. But certainly b'shabes and certainly in the Mishkan. Where are we talking about this? Because we're talking about the Mishkan. We're talking about Chesnita. We're talking about Shalom Bahis. There's never a mockim for Kav.